There you are. How are you, Thomas? Good, Deb. How are you? Good. You ready to rock and roll today? Yes, I'm ready to rock and roll. Okay, give me one second. I need to... Okay, we can get started. I'm Deborah Haley. I'm in the Sun City Center office with Century 21 Baggins, and I've been around for 38 years. I've been around uh, Craig Baggins and Century 21 Baggins since 2002, and I've been managing since 2006 with Craig. So what you're going to see today is all about geographic farming and farming on other avenues. Thomas is going to be helping me and actually part with part of this. And so Thomas, you want to introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. My name is Thomas Simmons. I've been with Century uh, 21 Beggins for six years. I'm a manager and partner with Century uh, 21 Beggins, and I manage the Brandon office. I've been in uh, real estate total years, I believe, collectively is 16 years. And I'm just uh, really excited to be here and share some knowledge with you. So we have lots to share with you today, some really exciting stuff. And uh, so we're going to talk a lot on geographic farming, but there is other definitions of farming that we can touch on um, pretty quickly. Because what is your farm? It could be a geographic area that we're going to touch on today. But it could be this, your sphere. If you don't want to go out and door knock or own a geographic farm, there's other avenues you can do. So Thomas, you want to go ahead on with this slide and talk sure. about their other opportunities? Yes, or you want to share your slide? That's not shared? No, it's not shared. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay then, let me get back here. So while he's doing that, what we're talking about today is uh, some different avenues that you can farm, the geographic farming that we uh, really um, talk about a lot in here is because it's effective, it works, it always works. Um, it's a great avenue and a great tool in your tool belt um, that you can absolutely use. There we go. I can see it. Um, it's a great tool in your tool belt to really use. So go ahead and define what our farm is, Thomas, that your farm can be. Sure, um, basically farm. So the whole purpose of farming is, is to find a community or a residential area that you become the local expert, okay? This is the whole purpose of that. You wanna know what the HOA is, you know, wanna know what CDD is, you wanna know um, what just listed, what just sold, um, what expired, that's uh, for sale by owners in that, in that area. And today we're just gonna talk about different ways to uh, obtain that information. We have a lot of resources that we can give you to help you uh, kind of just really just tighten it up on the number of homes, the turn rate, um, the also the uh, average uh, sales price so you can find out what your commission is. So really tune in, grab, your, grab a piece of paper or a notebook and take some notes but this is some Absolutely. really valuable information for you guys. Absolutely. So um, we're going to talk about social media a lot today and how to, how to farm in social media, how to geotarget areas, how to combine. And you should be combining a couple different things with your farm. If you're going to become a neighborhood expert, there's a good opportunity to combine social media with that now because we have that capability to do that. So if you can go to the next slide. There we go. Uh, what is your geographic farm area? It is a neighborhood. It is something that you really are going to have to like and identify with so you'll keep going back to it. It's something, you know, I tell my agents, you need to marry it. You need to find a reason to be out there on a weekly basis and become an expert and know everything about it. Um, you do need to know the homeowners associations. You need to know the ins and outs, how often it moves, and we're going to get into that. Um, how many homes do you need to focus on? Two to 300 is a good number. Many of y'all will come to me and say, but I want to do six to 800, 900. That's awesome. But if you're going to door knock and become and get your face out there, it may be easier to do two or 300. Um, if you're going to do every door direct, which we're going to talk about, then you can do six to 800 homes with mailers, which is very, very effective too. Um, are you going to door knock? Are you going to mail? Are you going to geo target areas? You need to do all the above. I am a big proponent of door knocking for one purpose. Um, Craig and Peter got me started in 
door knocking and farming in 2002. I hated it just like you guys did because I thought, oh, what's the purpose? I'll never get anything. Um, it's hot, I'm tired, I'm cranky. But on my third month of religiously getting out there and door knocking, on the fourth month, I got four listings. The light bulb came on. I wouldn't have had any of those listings had I not gone out and met people. And I know some people think this is old school. It's not. You got to go where the houses are because that's our shoe store. You know, if you're going to compare it to a shoe store, where are the shoes at? The shoe store, where, where your home's at? It's in a geographic area. So you want to find something that is going to be really great. Um, right now with COVID-19, it's kind of scary to door knock, and I understand that. So we have other avenues that you can still get your information out there um, and become that neighborhood expert. So Thomas and I are going to go through that too. Are you going to do gated or not gated? You can do either. You can't door knock and gated. Obviously, they'll throw us out. But you can actually mail in there and be effective with your mailers if you know what you're mailing. And we have some selections for you. Do you want a newer neighborhood or a older neighborhood? It really depends on the ratios for turnover rates, which we'll also go over with you. So we're going to look at all this in the next few slides to really help you. And uh, there we go. Are you in competition with the new home builders or other established agents in the area? You need to know that. There may be agents that have really been in that area for years that dominate. Do you want to be up against them? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you know they're maybe getting out of the business soon. Maybe not. And, but there's plenty of areas to pick from that you can really choose a different area that doesn't have as much competition. So we have a tremendous amount of beautiful, wonderful neighborhoods, you know, in Tampa Bay. Um, uh, I would like to add to that too, yeah, um, that, you know, with the home builders, um, and the reason why we, we bring up this bullet point is because not with the competition, it really comes with, you know, listing a home, right? You're going to have to know the competition in order to price that home accordingly, because yep. if builders are still continuing to build in that community, that may not be the community that you want to be in, because That's there's right. going to be a lot of incentives with the home builders as far as uh, commission, uh, closing costs. So if you have someone that has a, um, a current home that they wanna list, they only been there for a year or two, that's gonna be a much harder sale because of the new homes that's being um, built that comes with the warranties and things like that. So just be cognizant of that when you're looking for a farm. Very, very yeah. important. Yeah. They also pay the agents a lot more money on commission sometimes. So if you're dealing with the seller, you know, you have to have that conversation. Are they, are they going to want to pay eight, nine percent commissions? I don't know. Probably not, though. It's much harder on the new homes. Thank you for bringing that up, Thomas. Um, demographic profile. This is important. What market, what target are you getting? Are you really focusing on? Um, are you looking at a move up, a first time home buyer neighborhood? So you're going to have millennials um and your gen xyz's that are just up and coming on their jobs and making more money are you wanting to get in something that is a maybe a retirement home where they're on the water like in apollo beach and mirror bay and stuff and so they got the kids out of the house now it's just them and they're getting their dream home you know what area are you really going to focus on and what's your demographic profile for those areas um here in sun city we deal with seniors so we have a great senior profile here and we have other needs for those people because these are really, these are expendable homes here. They're here to move to Florida, to get away from the kids from up north and to scale down. But once they get here, they scale back up. So you've got to know your demographics when you're going into an area so you can really relate to them. Um, your geographic profile, this is a big deal. Do you want waterfront? Do you want the best schools like uh, Fishhawk? Do you want to be around employers so you'll know you'll have a good assortment of people moving into the area that employers are moving in like USAA up in uh, North Tampa and stuff? Uh, what, is your demo what is that geographic profile? Do you wanna focus on horse farms for equestrian or do you wanna do farmland? Uh, what is your specialty in your niche? This is a good time to figure out what your niche is gonna be. You know, if you have, you know, if you're, you're um, a horseback rider yourself, maybe you do want to focus on equestrian communities because we have them around here. Uh, so you got to think about what your specialty is that you want. 
And I know Thomas, you and I live on waterfront. So our, our specialty would be the waterfront because we're boaters and we know the water, right? right? And it would be a slam dunk for us to farm our areas. So um, you got to think about that. What is the, uh, the financial profile? You want cash? Are they paying cash predominantly in that area? Or is there a lot of FHA and VA loans or USDA loans? Got to think about that too. So where do you really want to focus on your farm? And now we also come down yeah. to, to, to price point too. Absolutely. You know, FHA and VA loan. Well, now VA doesn't really have a cap anymore, right? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, Better. But, <laughs> but, but, but right, exactly. But FHA, you know, you, you know, it's 300 plus and then they have that limit. So that's yeah. also going to allow you to let you know if that's going to be an area that, you know, it's going to give you, let you know what type of buyers are going to be in that, that particular neighborhood. Absolutely. And your sellers. And if you think about it, if you're setting up your business plan, we talked about that yesterday some, you really want to focus on price point, what Thomas just bought up. Do you want a farm area that brings you two and $300,000 homes? Or do you want an area that's going to bring you four to six, $700,000 homes? This is a way that you can control your income coming in. So if you focus on the higher end and the better homes, you're going to have listings in those price ranges, and you're also going to have buyers coming for those price ranges. So that's something to really consider when you're picking out a farm area. And it's what I go through with all my agents. And where, and where can you go, Deb, and establish your own income, your own oh. salary per year, right? That's <laughs> you, it. You gotta love it, right? That's it. There is, there, I mean, this is wide open for you guys. You know, you want million dollar homes? Oh my gosh, you know, go to the beaches. Uh, Mirror Bay is starting to get million dollar homes. And believe it or not, Tampa Bay is starting to get million dollar homes a lot of million dollar home neighborhoods. And uh, it's a, I mean, you're not limited and you don't have to cut your teeth on the new cheap stuff. You can go to the very established higher end homes and you should, no reason not to, right? <laughs> okay, now go to the next. Do you wanna define your farm by location? Hmm. Yeah, you do. You want to make it convenient for yourself. Uh, do you want to drive 30 minutes to get to your farm or do you want to walk out the door and farm your neighborhood? Uh, there's some huge benefits to farming where you live, you know, if you live in a nice neighborhood. Number one, you love it there, you know your neighbors. That's a great thing. You're going to know a lot of stuff about the neighborhood already if you're going to farm where you live. Um, now, how do you do the research, Thomas? You well, you can... Go to IMAP Tax. I mean, you're very familiar with that, but they also have a website now, rspro.com, where it pulls data from the MLS and it actually shows you literally how, how many um, homes are going to be in a community or subdivision. It tells you what the turnover rate is going to be. And then it also tells you what the average sales price of the home is. So again, going back to what we said earlier, knowing the average sales price, you can determine what your income is going to be. Also, uh -huh. knowing what the turnover rate is going to be, that is also going to let you know who's moving and who's not moving, and it gives you that percentage, right? So they say the average percentage is at least like 4 to 6%. So there's some where you can see 7 to 8%, and you can see them within a year, or you can also see them within the five years, of how many people are moving in and out of that community, which Absolutely. is very huge when it comes to, you know, um, work in a farm because we don't want to work a farm that has, you know, little to none turnover rate, right? Because those people love it. They're not leaving. They're lifers, right? So we want to get in a community that, that they're actually looking to move. Very, yeah, very important. Absolutely. And there are communities out there that people will move around inside the community because it's a lifestyle community like Mirror Bay and Fishhawk. And they'll move around absolutely inside that community two or three times depending on number of kids and job transfers and stuff. We did just, we just had a question about where's the site Thomas was talking about. It's the rspro.com that we have on the screen there for you, RISPRO. Yep, I just sent it to oh, the uh, tax okay. mail. Yep, okay. you're okay. welcome. Um, yeah, IMAP tax is wonderful too because you can get a house top count. That's what we used before RISPRO came out. And it's also a great resource in your MLS to use. It's also free. So um, just so many great resources now to do quick research and to set up your business. And you can also, which we haven't listed here is Remind too. You can also go oh, yeah. into Remind. You can also set up, you know, your, your farm there as well. 
Okay. So there's just another resource guide because, you know, back in the days, it was just like, okay, <laughs> how many we had a drive. We had, right, a drive. We had a drive. Right. And you know yeah. what, Deb, quite honestly, that's not a bad idea either, right? Yeah. You know, if you locate a community that you don't know, right, yeah. why don't you just drive through there, see what type of home, see what the condition of the home, see if there's landscaping in there, you know? If, there, if there's not an HOA, you know, let's look at the colors of the homes. Let's look at, see how many cars are on the grass. You know what I mean? Yeah. On the grass. There's a lot of things that you need to take in consideration when it, um, when it comes to a farm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You need to do the research. It does begin with the research because just to jump out there and pick something kind of randomly, you know, you're going to end up jumping around them. And the purpose of farming is to really find something and then stick to it and marry it and be committed to it for a long term because that will feed you a tremendous amount of business. Um, so we can go to the next slide. Tell you a little story that just happened to me yesterday. I farmed at Paula Beach for five years from 2002 to 2006. And I door knocked for five years. I did everything, it was great. I, got a, I made a lot of money in my farm. I got fed a lot from my farm. I got a call last night from somebody in my farm and I haven't farmed since 2006. But they remembered me and said, Deborah, can you help us? My daughter wants to move down the street. And it's like, sure. <laughs> and, you know, I haven't even been farming since really 14 years. And uh, it's, that's how this farm will feed you, though, because when they're ready to move, they're going to contact you because they know you because you've been in front of them. Um, material. This is a biggie. What are you going to use to get out there? We've got a couple different things. I did two different things when I was farming. I would re really recommend this. I door knocked with a newsletter, but I also sent out a postcard every month um, offering uh, something like a free market analysis or CMA or something. Uh, so they always had two pieces coming from me every month. Something you should consider. If we can't door knock right now, that's great. Get a good, wonderful piece of literature out there though. And we have them. Um, Business Builder is amazing. You can create flyers and newsletters in Business Builder. If you're with Century 21, they give this to us. It is, uh, has a library of 700 things in it that you can create flyers and newsletters from. Um, so that is, uh, and do drip campaigns with the newsletters and everything else. So that is a great thing for us. We have wizard newsletters that we publish for the agents every month that cost a little bit of money. That is a four page wonderful newsletter with a, a letter from the broker on the inside. So it's a great art piece that will keep shelf life on the, uh, on the countertops with your clients. It, won't, it just won't go in the trash. Um, but every door direct, if you wanna do a mass mailing for the cheapest and the biggest bang for your buck, is eddm.usps.com. The link is here on the page. It's every door direct. This does, uh, now you have to uh, mail a whole rule route and you mail a uh, eight and a half by 11 uh, piece, front and back. You don't have to fold it, you don't have to label it, and you don't have to stamp it. That's the, that's the easy part about it. You have to make up the newsletter and what you're gonna send out but you send it out, you get it printed up on cardstock. Uh, if you're with us, you can use our printers. If you're not with us, I'm sorry, you gotta go to the printer. Uh, but you have to have 80 to 100 pound cardstock, and then you take it to the post office. To send about a rule route of 600 to 700 homes, it's gonna cost you about 120 bucks. It's cheap. That's postage included. So, and whereas if you send it out, I think 300 wizards, uh, which are still nice, you're gonna spend that much money on 300 homes. So if you wanna uh, you know, hit a broader area, Every Door Direct is a phenomenal thing. And uh, so go in there into that site, learn how to do it. It'll explain everything to you and what you have to take to the post office. So you, you're probably saying like, you know, okay, newsletters, uh, Deb explained about the newsletters with the wizard, the four page, you know, with the broker with a great message. And then it says flyers and handouts. You're probably saying like, well, okay, what type of flyer, what type of handout? No, what kind of information do I put on the flyers, right? So ah. you, can, you can put the just listed, right? Just yeah. sold, right? 
the marketing trends that's going on in the area. Um, maybe you may have some open houses or something that might be going on in that area. And you may have them, you know, where you know that they're going to be, you know, a week from now or two weeks now, because that's your farm. You're going to be the one that's going to set it up. So you can put like invitations out to let everyone know what's going on, right? Um, maybe there might be something that might be going on in the community with the HOA, maybe the roads or something like that nature, right? Those are information that you could share with that farm, okay? Yeah, absolutely. You can be the real neighborhood expert and be their go-to source to put in their garage sales, to put in the HOA minutes and when the meetings are. You can own the neighborhood very quickly. And I think we're gonna get into it in just a minute too about social media, which Thomas is gonna go over. We've got a couple slides ahead to go over how to do that with a farm with social media too, which is really exciting. So Thomas, if you go to the next one. Yep. Okay. Um, this is all about goal setting too, because to set up a farm and just say, I'm gonna go out and door knock or I'm gonna go mail, you need you need a reason. <laughs> we keep talking about your why, <laughs> which you've heard that for the last day and a half now, almost two days. You got to have a reason, and you have to have defined goals. And uh, how many listings do you want to take a month out of that farm? What's your goal on that? What's your goal buyer goals on that? How many buyers do you want to pull from that farm? It's just not about the listings. Uh, referrals. You know, the biggest thing I found out about farming is because I was in a very established neighborhood, so I didn't think people would want to move that often. But I was getting a ton of referrals, like, you know, my brother's moving in, can you help him up in Brandon? It's like, sure. You know, you don't understand the amount of referrals you're gonna pick up as you start farming and talking to more and more people. Um, you've got to define uh, some real things, and you've got to think about your scripts. And you've got what you're going to use every month. What are you going to talk about every month? What, what's the message you're going to get out in your newsletter every month? You know, um, when you go to making contacts in your farm, and I will go over this briefly because when I set up farming here in the office uh, for the agents um, back in 2000, beginning of 2007, I had 22 agents commit to door knocking back then, and uh, and it worked because we got about 40% market share in a year. Uh, but we always had to have something new to come out with in that farm every month. And so it was a combined effort of uh, thinking about what are we gonna offer? What are we gonna talk about? You know, what new thing can we do? And that's, so you've gotta think ahead and plan that. Um, you gotta think about how many contacts a day. If you're door knocking and you're able to go out and visit people, or if you're making calls in that farm, you gotta think about how you're gonna, um, how many contacts in that farm a day do you need to make? This is a tool in your tool belt. So it doesn't mean you need to go out and make 15, 20 contacts a day. What if you need five contacts a day in your farm and then you're doing five FISBOs and five expireds? That'll give you 15 contacts a day. Simple, uh, but you've gotta think about the number of contacts. You gotta set aside your time frame to work in your farm. We talked about this yesterday uh, when we were talking about uh, scheduling. You need a schedule, a defined time to focus on your farm, whether you're going to do mailers, where you're going to pick up the phone and call people that you have met, that you know, who have reached out to you. You got to set aside that time frame and then you got to start. Uh, there's many ways to do this and if you can focus in and hone in on two or three, it will work beautifully for you and you make a great living uh, farming. And I also think too, um, please understand this is something that that takes time to work. Yes. This is something that just doesn't come in overnight. There's gonna be many, many, many follow-ups. If you could put in your mindset that you're here to provide a service for someone, yes. to give them knowledge, to educate them, and let them know that you're here to help them, what's gonna happen is you're gonna to start to build a rapport. And the rapport is the way that you're gonna build a relationship with these individuals that's in your farm, right? If you're just trying to go after the listing, ah, they don't know you from a hole in the wall, yeah. right? And they got other agents that's trying to hit them the same way. So let's go ninja style, as we call it, and get to know them, find out what their wants and needs are, right? You know, as you get to know them, you're gonna find out who's 
the, the neighborhood gossip, I call it. You're going to find out who just got divorced, who just died, who got married, who got separated, who's looking to downsize, upsize. You know what I mean? It's just, you're just going to be here to gather all of that information, but it's not going to happen until you develop a relationship with them. And yeah. you must help them and let them know what's going on in the area. And once they see that they like you, they trust you, then more than likely they're going to do business with you. But keep in mind, too, just like Deb said, they may not be wanting to move or list their home anytime soon. But you know what? They may have a friend or family member or someone that they know that might be looking to move uh, or sell. So Absolutely. at the end of the day, those people will refer you business because they like you and they trust you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Go to the next one. Go to the next one, yeah. Why do you want market share in a community? This is really important because you got to, here's your why, here's my why for you. You want the brand awareness. We're fortunate to be with Century 21. We are the number one brand in the world. Everyone knows us already. They're going to get to know you as Joe Smith with Century 21. That brand will attach to you and it brings a lot of great professionalism and that attaches to you and adheres to you. Uh, for a long time. They're more apt to talk to you than being with somebody with 100% company. And if you think about that, it's true because the brand awareness is a lot in this business. Um, what, what's the other reasons? You get signage, you get listings, guess what? Your sign goes up, your name goes up, people start seeing your name, hopefully you've got a picture on your sign writer showing your face, and uh, they'll begin to recognize you. That happens very quickly when you start getting listings. It's all self-brand promotion at this point. So this is why you want uh, market share because once they see you around the community, they're gonna start recognizing you and you, now you've got first uh, top of mind awareness with them. You can use social media to create this mind share too and geo-target geographic neighborhoods and become the go-to neighborhood expert on Facebook. Um, your monthly yeah. newsletters we were talking about are going to create a social environment for you to really be that social advisor in the neighborhood every month with your newsletters. Thomas, you were going to say something? Yeah, sure. And, and with the mindshare, creating a mindshare, you know, we're talking about market share, right? Mindshare, if you can create 20% of mindshare, and how do you do that? You want to maybe create a, a Facebook page with a group, right? You may want to go ahead and take a picture of that subdivision that little you know stone that's out there with the name of the subdivision like if you go to panther trace they have different subdivisions in there right and they got like a panther in there you can take a picture of that you can talk about the hoa you can talk about the the, the amenities and things of that nature take pictures of that and, and post it on 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 your facebook page um and then you could do drip campaigns right so People say, well, how are you going to do a drip campaign? You can go to Cole's Realty, you can get their email address, you can go to Remind, you can get their email addresses, and yeah. you can you can start sending these things to them. You can start inviting people, you know, to that community because you already have their names. Yes, you got yeah. their names from Remind, so you can you go ahead, go ahead and put that in a search bar and invite them to that page because they live in that community. Okay. Um, also, there's another way that you probably can do that too. I mean, if you go to the uh, 41 app. Right, and you want to get phone numbers from there. You can put the person's phone number. You can put the name in there, and they actually show you the address. So if you have that on your phone, you can actually look that up. That's another way that you can gather information. So and you can start inviting those people to your community. So by doing that, you can put just listed. You can put just sold. You yep. can uh, talk about open houses. You can do a newsletter where you actually literally do a like a little video, and you can actually talk to them about it. So there's just so many ways, guys, that you can sure, literally yeah. just go out there and farm with social media. you right. Yeah. Because we're, we're talking about mindshare. When we talk about mindshare, we're talking about top of mind. That's all we're doing. And I guarantee you, if you do this for 12 months straight, trust me, you're going to have business. Absolutely. Yeah, okay? You're going to have and, a lot of business. Yeah. Right. And it just goes back to what we said, you know, yesterday, Deb, when we talked about my, um, Scheduling, right? Yeah. Put this in your schedule and it won't be hard. It's only hard when you're all over the place and you're not organized. Yeah, and this is a great platform to stay organized in a really central little area. 
Um, you've got bragging rights there when you do your just listed, just sold. That's going to get your name out there. You do that on social media. You can do the mailers. You can door knock with the flyers. Um, you have the ability to do open houses in your farm. And guess what happens? You get your open house signs out there. People see you all over the neighborhood on the weekend. Um, it's amazing how quickly you will become well known, especially if you start doing open houses in your farms. Um, you can do, and I had an agent that did this. I love this idea. Every time she had a closing with a buyer, she did a welcome to the neighborhood party for the buyer within two weeks after they moved in. They ended this. She made a lot of money, guys, doing this. Um, she would buy, it depends, four or five good bottles of wine or six, invite just a local street in that neighborhood, maybe 50, 30 to 50 people to come and meet their new neighbors for one hour. She'd have a little cheese spread set out. That's it. She'd spend less than a hundred bucks between the wine and the cheese uh, for that afternoon. But she'd be there serving everybody. She sent out first class invitations to this wine and cheese. So all the neighbors would come to meet their new neighbors. If they were teetotalers, she had ice cream socials. Or if you get a family neighborhood with kids, do the ice cream socials and with some wine for the parents, you know? Get creative with this because you can own these neighborhoods. And Diane owned really her whole area and did seriously 250,000 a year farming here in Sun City Center for 12 years. So, um, and that was a fun part of her business was doing these socials. Um, you're gonna have I less- that's a great paper. idea. Yeah, it is. It's such a great, yeah, it's so fun I mean, too. It's a fun, especially if you're working, you know, working from your own neighborhood, right? Yes. What better way there is to, to get to know the neighbors and just have maybe, you know, um, cook some uh, burgers and hot dogs and invite yeah. them in, you know? I mean, yeah. how cool is that? And to, to do that for a person that just moved into the area, that's huge. That's huge. huge. You know, I'd set a grill out front and do hot dogs. Pass out hot dogs and sodas or beer, you know? <laughs> it's, done, it's not expensive to do, it's all right up, but it's such a fun thing. And to, trust me, these, these uh, buyers that just moved in will love you and tell everyone about you. And they'll see you working, serving hot dogs, right. giving people beer, why? <laughs> I mean, it's so fun, but it, what, what self-promotion is this? It's great self-promotion. Absolutely. Um, so let's wear and tear on you and your car. You know, if you say localized, I did about 12,000 miles a year in my car. That's it, I had a lease. And I could stay very local and centralized with my business um, when I was farming and it paid dividends to do this. And it was no, a lot less stress. So I'm gonna go to the next one, there we go. So why do you want market share in a community? You just heard today about FISBOs and expireds you're already gonna know about them because you'll be around. People are gonna tell you, the Joneses are getting divorced down the street. He's already moved out. Do you think they're gonna have to sell? Yeah, they're gonna be telling you everything. You're gonna know about the expireds. You'll know all the gossip that uh, Thomas was telling you earlier. Who's getting married? Who's getting divorced? Who's getting job transferred? Um, you'll be able to find out everything before any other realtors in the area are gonna find out. This is one thing. Like yeah. Having a baby. I, I forgot about one. Who's pregnant? Who's having a baby, right? Yeah. So yeah. obviously that they, they may need a bigger home for that, that yeah. person, right? Uh, you know, maybe they want to do it before, they want to do it after, but at least you'll know. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's huge. Yeah. Absolutely. That's huge. You'll have, are you ready for this drum roll? The ability to double side more deals, right? You get the listing. You know the neighborhoods. The neighbors may find their family members come to you. Deborah, I see your listings down the streets. You just listen. I got my daughter coming in and she's got a baby. We need her close to us. We want to buy the house. That happened all the time. Um, you're going to be able to double side more deals because people, when families move into Tampa Bay, I don't know about everybody else, it's happened to me. I moved here with my mom and then my brother, my dad came and then I got my stepdaughter. Everybody moves here. They don't move out of here. If you've got somebody moving into the area, they end up moving here and they want their family around them in the same neighborhoods. You're going to find a lot of that because the parents want to be close to the grandkids. The kids want the parents close so they can babysit. There's a lot of reasons why people move around each other. And that's a great reason to have a neighborhood. Um, take, take in consideration too that, yeah, you double-sided, but yeah. that person that's selling has to move somewhere too. 
That could right. be a triple. That'd be a triple Thank play. You. That's a hat, hat trick right there. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a triple play. So, um, I mean, it's amazing how much business you can just out of focusing on an area will lead you so much business. You will be regarded as a local real estate expert. This happened to me on my third house I listed at the end of 2002. I had the client call me. She had never met me. She had got all my mailers and she had got all my stuff I left on her door for three months. <clears throat> she was a day nurse. So, I mean, she worked nights. I said, so I never, I could never meet her. I didn't know her. She picked a phone and called me and said, Deborah, I have all your stuff sitting here on my kitchen table. You must be the real, the real estate expert in the area, right? I had just started farming three months prior to that. I said, sure I am. She said, come on over. And she listed her house with me. Guys, you know, it's about getting your face out. And even if you don't meet these people, it's getting out the material until they're ready, when they're ready to move. Uh, so you want to become that local real estate expert and get the referrals. So Thomas, you know all the resources. You can... Well, I think we, we kind of talked about this a little earlier, just to recap, but IMAP tax and the RSTPRO.com where they yeah. do full data. Um, and you mentioned about sending out the mailers due to the UPS, uh, uh -huh. USC Postal Service, which is huge. Guys, if you haven't done this, please take down this address because, I mean, this, um, this link because this is huge. I mean, you can literally just captivate like 500 homes, you know, in yeah. like a click of a button. You know, and I think, I think, it, what is it, like 19 cents or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's really yeah, cheap. It's, like, it's something ridiculous, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if you're able to just send out a mailer or a flyer or something of that nature, you know, because at the end of the day, again, like I said, you're building rapport. You're trying to stay top of mind, right? And I'll be quite honest with you, the mailers and the, and the flyers and stuff are good, but that's not the key, okay? You, you got to build some rapport. You got to get in front of these people, right? You got to knock on a door. You got to make some phone calls because yep. that's the way you're going to build relationships because everybody's doing this. What's yeah. going to separate you? That's, just always remember that. What's going what's gonna to be your, your unique selling position, your USP, okay? Yep. So you, we got to make sure that you're using some of these tools that we're, we're sharing with you so you can have that USP. Um, yeah. Again, go ahead. Yeah, say oh, yeah, I was going to uh, just mention, if you're going to door knock right now with coronavirus, you know, you can keep yourself safe. You can wear your mask, you can wear gloves. I would highly recommend if you're going to do it, take a baggie of uh, masks that are pre-wrapped with you. You get them really cheap right now at Sam's or anywhere else. Hand them out. What a nice little thing to leave with the newsletter. Here's your, here's a fresh you know, in a bag, uh, mask for you. Do you think they'll talk to you? Hand us, get the little small hand sanitizers to hand out. Do some stuff that is unique because most agents won't do this. So set yourself aside and do this. Um, everybody's going to be talking to you through a door. If they come to the door anyway, everybody's protected. You can leave it on the doorstep for them. But it's still, they need to see your face. They need to know you're a human being and they need to interact. And you're going to be amazed at the number of people that will talk to you right now. They're all home. Think about that. They're all home. Here in Sun City, they're home and alone. Um, <laughs> they will drag you in the house and talk to you six feet across just to talk to you. And uh, they, because they're lonely, they, people need interaction. And now's a good time to get out and be safe and be smart and take some things with you to give away. It's worth the investment, small investment to do that. That's what I would recommend to get your face out there. I totally agree with you. And you know, this accessibility, the proximity to schools, businesses, malls, airports, the bay, the golf, that's huge, right? Because yep. when it comes to selling, you know, those things are very, very important. You know, if, if the, the, obviously the, the level of the schools, you know, if it's an A, B, C, or D, that stuff matters, right? You okay. know, if you could avoid getting in a D school area, okay, but it, make sure if you are in that area, make sure there's some charter schools around, you know, yes. that's in the proximity, right? You know, yeah. businesses and more. Maybe some people don't want to be close to stuff. So you just got to take in consideration what's important to you and how do you think about when it comes to, you know, purchasing a home, because that's going to make it easier for you to be able to sell. Mm -hmm. So just keep That's that in mind. True. That's absolutely true. We can go to the next one. 
Okay, the downside, we'll go through this really quickly because I got really something exciting on the next few couple slides. The downside to market share, you're gonna be really busy making money. You've gotta learn how to manage your time. Oh my God, this is big. You gotta hire a personal assistant because you can't do all the clerical by yourself because <laughs> you'll be so busy. You have to set up IRAs, plan trips, buy a bigger house, buy a boat, buy a nicer car, give your kids spending money or not. <laughs> There's no downside. The downside is you're gonna create a better life for yourself and you're gonna have more because you focus on some major things. Uh, so simple things. Communication is the key. You're gonna to have to learn how to communicate effectively. We've been talking about this. So um, consistency is the key to everything. Whatever you do, do it the same way every month, same time a month. And uh, you're gonna find out when you send out consistent things, people are gonna recognize after the third, fourth month that they can rely on you because you're consistent. Now you become a real estate professional in their head because you're consistently doing something every month in front of them. Um, so. I just How want to share something with you too. Yeah, Stephanie, Stephanie on a chat, Stephanie Burrell says, I door hang Sun City in my area. They are amazing and loving and having people come to the house. A week ago, I gave away 400 bags of caramel corn from Popcorn Factory. They labeled me as a popcorn realtor. <laughs> That's it. I love that. I love that. Um, okay. We're going to get into the money. Go ahead and uh, go to the next. We got to talk about, before we get in the money, we got to talk about how consistent your contacts are going to be. This is, this is to everything you do in this business. And um, we all hear this, right, Thomas? I want to make 100000 this year. Yep. It's doable. That's the good news. You can do even a lot more than that. But how many deals a month do you have to do? How many contacts a day do you have to do? You have to define that. We've talked a lot. Jeff has talked a lot about that in the last, this last couple of days. Um, and here's a breakdown. You want to do three contacts a day? Yeah, you'll be doing one to three deals a year. Okay. You want to do 20 contacts a day. Now we're getting in some serious stuff. You're making 25 to 35 deals a year. That's quantifiable guys. Many years of doing this. This is what I see, you know, so it depends on how busy and how much you want. This is what you've got to put into it to get out what you want. So you can do this by a combination of farming, of social media, of for sale by owners expires, but you got to figure out your contacts. Always go to the contacts. Uh, it is a numbers game. You want to make some great money? Think about 30 contacts a day and how long do you think that takes a day? 30 contacts you can probably knock out in two hours, two to three hours a day. You know, if you am I right on this, Thomas? Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's law of averages, right? It is. I mean, you know, the more people you talk to, uh, or the, the more no you get, the, the closer you get to a yes. Absolutely. So you have to get out there and you have to make the contact, whether yeah. you're going to do it by phone or you're going to do it by door knocking. Either way, you need to get out there and talk to someone about real estate and find out yes. who, who has real estate needs. Yeah. Bottom line. That's right. Okay, market share, we're gonna talk about this because um, you wanna focus on about 30% market share in your farm because you're gonna have people in your farm that already know Susie from Remax, that they're, or they have a relative that's doing real estate. You're not gonna get everything, but 30% is a good number. And out of 200 homes a year, you know, I've, if you get in a neighborhood that's uh, turning well, and if you're 15 to 20% a year, which is not unusual. If you get in a newer neighborhood, it's gonna be lower. If you get into an old neighbor, established neighborhood, it may be higher, but we're just gonna use 20% as a ratio. Um, out of 200 homes, that's a potential of 40 listings and 40 buyer sides in a year. It's 80 deals a year of potential. Are you gonna get all that? No, but 40%, 30% market share of those 40 listings. If you get 12 listings a year, which broken down is one listing a month. Chunk that down to one listing a month. Now you're looking at, oh, that's market share. Okay, let's right. do the so let's, let, yeah. let, 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 let's take that a step further, Deb. Let's go back to getting one listing per month. Uh-huh. Buying maybe out of that 12 listings, maybe you might find four people that you might be able to double side that. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely, right? yeah. And then all those 12 individuals have to purchase another home, whether yep. it's going to be in the Tampa Bay area 
you know, or Pinellas or out of state. Either way, we're able to help, right? Yep. Because, we, because, because we're part of a reload program. So at the end of the day, we're, we're able to help them no matter what. So just Absolutely. think about the, the guys, just think about the opportunity that you're going to have just by doing this. 12 listings. It's just not the listings. It's all about the other opportunities that you can help others. Huge, guys. That's huge. Yeah, and you're right about the buyers right now. One listing is going to bring you four or five buyers. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, it's truly, it's amazing. So if you go to the next slide, we're going to talk about the buyer side on this. So the buyer is the same side. So you got 40 buyers in a neighborhood, 30%. That's 12 buyers a year. Thomas just said you're going to get four or five buyers out of each listing. So this is even going to go up exponentially. So now if you get being conservative, if you get 12 listings and you got 12 buyer sides, now you got 24 deals a year. 24. 24. And that's, that's amazing, guys. And then you think about the referrals that we were talking about, um, you know, that you're going to get possibly six, seven, eight referrals because somebody's going to want to move to Brandon. Somebody's going to want to move to Longbow Key. You've got referrals, you know. Um, and with the way the market is now, with the extra amount of buyers out there right now, this is going to be exponentially a lot more. This is a very conservative schedule right here. But can you see doing 24 deals a year on this is going to create more business and it goes down to the home price. If your average home sale price is 300,000, 9,000 per 3% on each side. Um, we'll get to the splits in a minute. I'll show you that in a minute. I'm getting ahead of myself. But you can see where you could do 30 deals a year fairly easy in your farm. And I think you're going to do a whole lot more um, out of that because of the buyers right now out in the middle of it. So out in the, out in the area right now. Right. Because, yeah. because, I mean, as we know, it's still a seller's market, right? Yeah. You know, we, we got <laughs> high demand and low supply, right? Yeah. So if we, if we can, you know, really just uh, funnel on trying to get these listings, you're going to own the market, guys. Yes, you will. So, I mean, yeah. just, just think about this. I mean, you, you could be the one that's running around driving the buyers all around, or you could be the one that the buyers are coming to you, right? You, you're going to be you're going to be the active you know, agent versus you're going to be versus being passive you're going to get out there you're going to door knock and let, the, let everybody know that you got a home that, that that's going to sell you're going to go out there and you're going to let them know that you're doing an open house right those are the things that's going to get you just buy, it's going to get you buyers but also going to get that listing sold right yeah. and you, and it goes all back to what we said earlier we already built a rapport with these individuals they know who we are it don't matter. If we drive it in the, around a the car, they're going to wave at us when they're walking their dog, right? Because they know who we are, right? Absolutely. They're going to stop us and they're going to say, hey, what's going on, Deb? Tell yeah. me about the market. You know what? I hear a lot of things. Is it really, is it really true? Absolutely. By the way, you know, if you were to move, what would you move to? Yeah. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> uh, this is now we're getting a little bit more exciting. Now we're going to get really exciting. And I'm doing a 70% commission split. It's a, just an average. It doesn't mean that's what we offer. We go from 50 to 90% with Megan's. So, but an average, if you're looking at a $200,000 home with a 3% side, just one side is six grand, that's 4,200 in your pocket. 30 of those are gonna give you 126,000 a year. Let's jump up to 400,000. 30 of those are gonna give you 252,000 a year. A quarter just million by changing a year. your price point, huh? A quarter million a year. I mean, I mean <laughs> this, does this make, I hope this makes sense to you guys, because if you're at an 80 or 90% percent split, this goes up exponentially. You know, um, if you're in the $500, $1,000 price range, it's going to go up. Donya Perry, who is with Century 21, um, Ed, um, Jim White in, um, I think, in Madeira Beach. Uh, she is the number one agent in the world for the past 15, 20 years. She's awesome. Her farm starts at a million dollars and she farms. And just so, to go back to her, that's how she started, right? Yes, her she, her, her yeah. story is door knocking. She yeah. went into the million dollar communities and started door knocking, guys. Yeah. That's how yeah. she started. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you've heard her story, Thomas. She's amazing. And she'll tell you, well, when my inventory gets low, the only thing I can do is go out and door knock. And she still does. She's amazing. So success leaves clues. This, these numbers should get you totally excited because this is reality. This isn't a pie in the sky. This is, you're capable of doing this if you put in the work. 
We've given you also, some great tools today. Go ahead, Thomas. I also want to say too that you know if you go, this goes back to the discipline what we talked about yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you say that you're going to make five contacts, or better yet, just say, you know what, today I'm going to knock on 10 doors. And you're at number seven because it's too hot and you're sweaty and you just want to give up because you just didn't have the best of luck. You don't know what's behind those other three doors. So don't stop. Just keep pushing yourself. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, maybe you may not get a yes, but you know what? It's a sense of accomplishment. I did what I set out to do. And that ain't enough is uh, give yourself a pat on the back because Absolutely. you accomplished your goal and you just continue doing that, guys. Don't, don't go out there and short your, yourself, right? Don't, don't, don't uh, push yourself. Push yourself. Because that's the only way that you're going to get things done. If you half-ass it, guess what? That's the results you're going to get, yeah. bottom line. So yeah. you got to push hard. Yeah. And you know, you think about the image you're leaving out there when you're out there door knocking, people are going to see you, they're going to see consistency with you. They're going to see your work ethic. You know, they're going to know you're out there in front of them every month. And eventually, you know, they don't even want to talk to you the first month, by the third month, fourth month, they're seeing you at the door, they're spilling their guts to you about their whole life. And that, ha that is how it works. So it is amazing what you can do and create in a farm. Um, you've seen the math. You've seen how you can make an astounding living in real estate. You know, what are you gonna do with your income? That's a big question that Jeff has asked you to do. Um, how many people can you help? That's our real why. How many people can we really help in the next year, in the next two years? How many? When you get that number, you'll know what the rest of your numbers will be. Any questions? Thomas, you wanna wrap us up? Yeah, I just wanna just leave this with you here. Dream big work hard mm -hmm. and you surround yourself with like-minded people guys because when you do that you stay engaged you stay motivated you stay inspired that's the only way it's going to happen because you know what there's a lot of naysayers that's out there there's a lot of people that's going to try to put you down and when things are not happening fast enough they're going to say is this really worth it but yeah. trust me it is worth it and yeah. sometimes it's not always about how fast you go it's, it's just if you're taking the necessary steps every single day to do the right thing to to reach your goal that's what matters in the end so again dream hard dream big work hard and surround yourself with the like-minded people excellent words of advice thomas thank you so you all have an awesome awesome day think about farming reach out to us if you want to talk anymore we'd love to talk to you awesome thank you guys okay. bye-bye Bye-bye.